Ladies and gentlemen, T-Birds and Pink Ladies, today we're throwing on our leather jackets, cranking up the jukebox, and traveling back in time to the fabulous 50s for a sizzling good time. That's right, we're diving headfirst into the iconic 1978 musical that captured the hearts of generations, Grease. The movie that gave us unforgettable characters like Danny Zuko and Sandy Olsen. The grooviest high school in movie history, Rydell High. And a soundtrack filled with timeless hits that still have us singing and dancing today. It's a film that perfectly captures the essence of the 50s while delivering a whole lot of 70s flair. We'll be hand-jiving our way through the memorable moments, dissecting the electrifying performances by John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John, and exploring how Grease became a cultural phenomenon that still has fans singing, You're the One That I Want, at karaoke bars worldwide. So dust off your poodle skirts and leather pants, because it's time to relive the romance, the rock and roll, and the raucous fun of Grease. Whether you're a pink lady, a T-bird, or just a fan of great cinema, this episode is for you. Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast Retro Life for You. My name is Chris Adams, host of the show, and we have a couple of special guests this week sitting in with us. Travis has went and got himself sick. He's going to hear that from me for a while. I'm making fun of him forever. But uh, joining us in uh, a returning person, Mr. Brian here from Three Cousins. And uh, along with him is one of the other, the last cousin to have never been on the show yet, who is now appearing on the show. We got to show them. So that's because I'm well, the oldest, and the because oldest. I'm the oldest, I always have to go last. That's right. Or, or would you say save the best for last? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no definitely not. Not really, not no. But Wait, being the oldest doesn't that mean you were around the longest? So you should have been the first. No, no, I'm talking about on our show because oh, I'm yeah, always introduced last. Huh? Well, I'm glad you guys could come on. Welcome to the show. show Chris, them, if by I the way. One clarification, though. Yes. We are the three Dash cousins. And the reasons for that uh, is there is somebody that has three cousins. They haven't put out a new show in like five years, but they yes. still have the RSS feed. So we, and, we are three Dash cousins. And that is funny because when I was looking your website up earlier to get your email on there, I typed in three cousins first and realized I said, doop. Three dash cousins. I've heard that plenty of times. I should have remembered. It's okay. He forgets too. It's okay. That's why I have to give out the email address. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, I wonder if you guys do any of y'all remember your email address sometimes because it goes from person to person, <laughs> and y'all are always messing it up. Well, you know, if we were messing it up, we aren't doing it right. I guess. I guess. I guess. Uh, well, we are doing uh, Grease this week. Uh, in case you guys don't know, as it says at the bottom of the screen here, Grease is the word. Everybody loves Grease. If you don't like Grease, then that, there's just something wrong with you. And you when I say Grease, you weren't born, you weren't around in the eighties. I mean, I mean, it's it's like one of the one of the things of the eighties you had to watch when you were growing up because, like me and Sholem discussed, our mothers wore those movies out. 
I don't know how many VHS tapes we went through and Betamax tapes. And there's somewhere out there's a bunch of lost people going to Betamax. Yeah, that's right. Well, or, you know, thankfully we didn't have to buy it on Laserdisc because we never got that. Uh, and let's not leave out the video disc players. I like the I like the uh, the laser disc better than the Betamax, but the uh, the Betamax definitely had better quality. Oh yeah, but it cost a whole lot more. Yep. Now, do you remember the Do you remember the video disc players? I remember we didn't have one. But yeah. They're like uh, you could rent them, like you'd rent the VCRs when they first came out. You know, the big old giant square things you feed it into the front of it and then pull it out, and then halfway through the movie, you get to push it back in again, flip it put it back in to get the second half of the movie. I remember we would rent things like uh, Rocky three, for example, and I would just put the backside on and watch the backside of the movie and forget about the first part of it. That's where all the good stuff was. <laughs> so, you know, and what's amazing, um, I know we're, we're, we're derailing a little bit from the topic, but with those, as many times as you had to flip them, they only carried so much time on each one. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching the movie, the abyss, which is already like a three hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> It was like three discs of because and like two of them on both sides, and then one had only one side of the rest of the movies. Crazy, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Lucas took a took a thing from that when he did the Phantom Menace because the disc for the Phantom Menace when it came out, you had to flip it because it had, it was too condensed, so you wouldn't fit on one disc. It was very weird when the first cuts of it came out. Oh, whoops! Those were the cuts that they didn't necessarily want out. Sorry. Now, those were the laser discs though, wasn't it? No, yeah, it was that, that was CD. It was uh it was CDs. Yeah, it was DVDs. Oh, okay. I thought you, flipped you were... over the DVDs? Yeah. Yeah, it was well, a double sided there... DVD. It was the most bizarre thing I'd ever seen. There there were double sided DVDs for some things. Yeah. A lot of the times you'd flip it over and get the extra content. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I didn't know. It was they, before it, they started doing two discs in the in the box. Yeah, you'd also notice sometimes there'd be one movie in there, or there'd be like two movies. Say if it, if a movie had a sequel, and they'd put the main movie on top of the sequel on the back side. Mm-hmm. And you know, one of the things I love doing is going by truck stops now, and there's like four, like hour and a half long movies on one DVD disc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Why just like I'm having all... just like having the old VHS tapes where you recorded three movies on it because they went six hours or eight hours long on the on yeah. the recording. Oh, man, I remember recording so many shows on one disc. <laughs> I mean, on one tape. I'm, I'm sure we all did that. I'm sure. And and what's one of the movies we could have recorded on there? Grease. Uh, that would be Grease, <laughs> yes. Grease. We could have easily done that and watched it. Uh, I. This is one of the first movies I uh, I guess I remember as a, as a child with all the singing in it. You know, it may as well be just a musical. Oh, I, it is a musical. I, I mean, but I don't really, I, I never really labeled it as a musical. <laughs> well, growing up watching it, I mean, it was always like just some comedy things for me to watch because it would crack me up. All right. So let, let me jump in here real quick before Brian goes on a tirade that we're going to have on Three Dash Cousins. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Before you are, are we going to hear a, are we going to hear a, <laughs> or whatever he does? <laughs> One. Ah, ah, ah. So, uh, he and I have had a long argument over musical versus movie. So, um, we'll cover that bridge at a later date. Not, or we use up the entire hour going over it. <laughs> and for those that can't see, he's already musical. covering his face. Just accept it's a musical and we'll, we'll be fine. 
He won't come. You moron! It's not an argument on whether it's a movie or a musical. It's an argument over whether it's a musical or whether it's just a comedy or another genre. Musical is just a type of genre. So let's list a few other musicals while we're at it in, other than Grease. What else would we throw there? Oklahoma was the first one I think I ever saw. Fiddler on the Roof for me. That was the first one I remember watching. See, when I think of Fiddler on the Roof, you know what I think of? A stage. I think of an album doing like a stage. I don't think of it on like VHS or something. I always think of it as a stage show. I think that's why I have trouble going back and calling things musicals or something, unless I'm watching it on stage. Like here in Nashville soon, they're going to have Wicked come through again. I might go watch that. And that's a musical, Mm -hmm. you know? But I mean, I I don't know. He's trying to lose it. (laughs) (laughs) He's trying so hard. Give him him credit. Hey, I'm hey, trying to be. I'm trying to be a good guest. So. For the record, for the record, we did not plan this earlier. Uh, it just happened to happen. Musical uh, is a genre. Genre. Now, is it, it is a genre? It is. is it a genre or a genre? I guess it French. depends on how bougie you want to be. <laughs> yeah, see, it depends on if you're French or not. Okay. Well, we got that I figured can... out too. What? Tell me something you liked about this movie when you first watched it. Uh, go with Brian. You go with you first, since you are uh, the musical aficionado. So, well, actually, when when I first watched it, one of the things that I really liked about it was that um, you could tell from the first bar or two what they were going for in the song, whether it was going to be fun or whether it was going to be serious. And then they would most of the songs in the musical they switch up during it. Like the the opening sequence, uh, Summer Lovin', you know, it starts off all upbeat and everything. And then at the end, it's like, well, but yeah, now we broke up and guess I'll never see her again. And and so it's like, oh, it's such fun. It's like, tell me more, tell me more. And at the very end, guess it's over. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that uh, well thought out um, description of Summer Lovin'. I was uh, wondering if we were going to get there or not. Sheldon, what'd you like about the movie? Um, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, it was probably just all the singing and music, all of it, because you know you could put it on and two hours disappear. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, I mean, and it's a fun two hours that anybody can sing to, no matter how bad they sing. That's true. I mean, without the singing, that's what happened. To John Travolta proved that. Yes. I mean, he's yeah, he's not exactly the best vocalist out there, but he's I mean, better than Pierce Brosnan. But 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 tell me, you don't enjoy listening to him sing "Grease Lightning" or his part of "Summer Loving" or "You're the One That I Want" or yeah, no, it's you know that, that was actually something that um, I kind of wanted to bring up, like because watching it as a kid, it was a very fun movie. Everything mm-hmm. was happy. Everything was great. Watching it as an adult, no, it's about unplanned teen pregnancy. And, you know, just trying to get laid as a teenager. And it, it's a dirty movie. I mean, the whole reason they built Grease Lightning was so they could get, so they could have sex in the back of the car. Well, what did they make fun of? What did they call the car? doesn't want to have sex. Listen, what did they call the car while they were singing the song and fixing it up? Grease Lightning. Do you remember the words of the song? If not, I'll, I'll tell you when the show is done. Go back and listen to the words of the song. Hold on. Words. 
am, am, am I allowed to curse this episode? Because you might give me special permission last. I'm gonna time. tell you what. I uh, this is you. You get a kick out of this. I was talking to my mom earlier, and she said, "Are you, are you recording tonight?" And I said, "I sure am." She goes, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Well, we're doing Greece." I said, uh, "Got a couple of guys coming on from a podcast I went on before called Three Cousins, Three Dash Cousins <laughs> podcast." And I said. I said, uh, but one of the guys, I said, uh, he came on and he was just dying because he he was trying to be family friendly because he knows the show usually is, but he was dying. So I finally just pulled the cork on him. He went off. I said, so I'm not going through and editing stuff this time. <laughs> not that I edited last time. You heard it. It was there. But yeah, I said, no, there. we ain't going right, to so go that route. I'm just going to go ahead and say release the Kraken early. Let's get it over with. Even though it's a PG movie and it's considered family friendly, during that song, John Travolta literally says, you don't have to take no when you're getting lots of <laughs> grease lightning. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, PG back in 78 and early 80s meant a lot more stuff was able to be seen and said than it does now. Uh, yes. I will say that in grease lightning, I grew up thinking that it was your tits are green. Now it's all off. That's all I'll I believe that was Star that Trek. Now. No, 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 Star no, Trek. No, because it's oh, Captain, and she's green. No, no, what are you doing, chick, Captain? It's Chicksel Cream, but it sounded to me on the TV like your tits are green. I'm like, why are they talking about green tits in a car? See, and because, again, as a kid, because, I didn't even know what it meant for because Captain to be Kirk cream. was really singing that song. That's why. Ah, uh, is that it? So yes. you know, I mean, that's one of the things I noticed as a young person is and then as an adult I, I, yeah. i'm gonna tell you one thing i didn't catch as a kid and it's just i mean i don't know why i didn't catch it when it happened i noticed it a few years ago when i watched it as an adult when they're in the drive-in watching the movie and he looks like he's trying to i guess hold his reputation up and he's trying to make out with her in the car mm -hmm. and she gets mad and gets out as he scoots oh. over to the pasture side she slams the door and she hits him right in the groin with it oh yeah i never caught that until watching it as an adult and oh, I never laughed hysterically as a child at that because I just uh, I always thought it was funny when people got hit in the nuts. Well, the first yeah. well, see the first time I realized that's what happened, I laughed till I cried because it's the first <laughs> time I'd seen it. The first time I'd really noticed that the door caught him there, and the face he made was well, hilarious. You know, if he hadn't been standing at attention, it wouldn't have caught him. Probably not. <laughs> Again, see, watching it as a as a kid, I never realized just how filthy almost that entire movie is. There's yeah. very little clean about it at all. Well, it was high school in the late seventies, so yeah. And you know, that's something else that looking back on it kind of bothers me. It as a kid, all right, fine. These are like thirty year old people pretending to be teenagers. That didn't bother <laughs> me as a kid. Now I'm looking at them like, nah. Uh -uh. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Oh, what you the, what you're going at the direction, Brian? You're going with this. You've got the goody two shoes girl in Sandy. You know, Sandra D. Look at me, I'm Sandra D. Blah, 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 blah. You know, she's all goody goody and everything. Doesn't do anything bad. She doesn't smoke. She doesn't drink. She doesn't. She doesn't believe in having sex unless she's married or something. I guess all this good stuff about her, right? Then you got Rizzo, the complete opposite of her, complete opposite, who is so proud at the end of it that she's not pregnant. She announces it to the world. That everything's good now. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I mean, and then you got the guy, Kanicki, whose claim to fame is you get a hickey from Kanicki. That's right. Hickey from Kanicki. It's like, so, a star, what is it, a star of approval? Something like that. I mean, 
Well, and you got then the the other two uh, T birds that live their life so vicariously that they just want to hear exact. Tell us everything about your life because <laughs> yeah. we have nothing. Duty wouldn't duty one of them. Yeah, duty's one of them. And Putsy, I think. Is that it? I think so. I don't remember the other one's name. Yeah. Yeah. No, they they were just completely you know hang ons, and they they had no. Capabilities which one, without. Which one was it that wasn't taking no crap from the principal that year? He says, "I'm not taking no crap from her this year." Then she walks oh, up behind uh, him in the uh, hall. That was duty, I think. Was that was that no, duty? Okay. No, that was the other one. That was um. I'm looking at him right now on I am Pozzarelli, Pazzarelli. Now there's a on on uh. Would you look at on IMDb? You've got the names. I see Kanicki, Duty, and Putsy. It was duty because uh, I'm pretty sure it was duty. It. It looks like it was duty because I'm the one I'm looking at. If I picture him with black hair, not gray hair, it's definitely him. Yeah, because he was the one who had the had the bigger, rounder head. Yeah, and he couldn't say nothing around it. She's like, "Are you going to stand here all day?" Yes, ma'am. Well, no, ma'am. I mean, yeah, what? Yes, no. What is it? No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. And then he runs away. <laughs> yeah. Then they're like, "I'm glad you didn't take no crap off of her this year." <laughs> Way to tell her. Gosh, the, the, there wasn't too many huge names in this movie, really, if you think about it. I mean, John Travolta, I, Olivia Newton-John, was she really kind of big other than music? No. Well, she actually, yeah, well, no, she had done, like, her her biggest albums, like, Let's Get Physical and stuff, came out after. Rizzo what? was, uh... Stalker Channing. Stalker Channing, yeah. Yeah, but Stalker I was, was... Well, I was looking up, wasn't that one of her first movies, too? I don't know if it was oh. one of her first. I mean, I've I'm liked sure. her a lot of things since then. I just. I'm checking Olivia Newton John since I asked that question first. I'm I got to say, my too. favorite uh, movie with Stockard Channing is uh, Practical Magic, where she plays one of the older older ladies. So that one's, to me, that one was just fun. Uh, she was, oh, Stockard Channing was in the big bus in 1976, okay. which is a very interesting movie if you've never seen it. I have not. And with Olivia Newton-John, all I can see is a TV special and some videos, music videos. Yeah, her first leading role was a 1973 TV movie, The Girl Most Likely To, written by Joan Rivers. <laughs> all right. Is that, wait, is that We've all watched Channing? that one. <laughs> is is yeah. that Dr. Channing's first uh, movie? Yeah, and then yeah. she was in um, oh The Fortune with uh, Warren Beatty and Jack Nicholson. So, I mean... She had done. She know, was a couple at least known. And, um, and, yeah. All right. So when she did, when she played Rizzo in Greece, she was thirty-three. Wow. That's almost as funny as Ralph Macchio playing a seventeen-year-old for the Karate Kid. Yeah. Yeah. It just it it, it kind of bugs me that much. I don't know why. Is it? I couldn't care less when I was younger, but now it actually really bothers me. Yeah, I'll have she to go ahead. Something not long ago that I really liked. I'm trying to remember what it was now. I can't, you know, I don't know anything new. This year. I recognize the name when I see it, but. No. So, I mean, it, it, it actually made a bunch of careers. Now, you know, Jeff Conley got a career after it as well. As it a, was Taxi before or after that? Taxi was after it. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, look, I, I'm pretty sure Taxi was after uh, Greece. The TV show? Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, 78 is when it started. At the same time? Yep. 
So, you know, we, we, we think about the, the music from it more than almost anything else. Yes. And the reason why they brought in Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta to actually, they had them re-record the songs for the soundtrack. They're only on seven of the 24 tracks. Right. I just kind of assumed they were in more. But, no, yeah. because remember, you got things like Blue Moon and Beauty yeah. School Dropout, and even the title song was all professional singers. Well, yeah. I, I love I love Shana Na, by the way. I mean, Shana oh, yeah, Na, like, they had a TV show there for a while that I watched constantly. Right. Yeah. Everybody watched, well, I say everybody watched. I, I remember watching it growing up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then my mom and dad said, you know, the, those aren't their songs. What? Yeah, no. they're like their songs. No, they're like a they're like a cover band, like a '70s yeah. cover band or something at best. And, and yeah, nowadays but... we have Glee as the cover band, which is why they've sold more albums than anyone else. Right? Yeah, but nobody's as cool as Bowser. That's true. Uh, he had it going on, didn't he? And uh, he he was like your your Shanana version of Danny Zuko, I guess you would say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which was yeah, John no, Travolta? They, they were only in a couple of the songs, but you know that's probably actually a saving grace more than a uh, a problem. Now, the uh, of course well, we're not going to talk about this this week. This is for uh, another time, but it spawned a sequel that a lot of people kind of hated. Uh, yeah, it, and actually, it, if you want, if you would like to hear Chris talk about the sequel, he'll be coming on uh, Three Dash Cousins, and we'll be talking about the sequel. But right. Ahead. That's why that's what I was gonna say. We're not gonna cover this till next week, but uh, we don't want to we don't want to dive into it today. But it was not a big fan favorite by any means. Um, the the soundtrack, like you brought up a while ago, though, it still stands true to today of being like a great movie soundtrack. People love it. Uh, we did a discussion not too long ago of movie soundtracks in the eighties, and I really wanted to put this on there, but I got to, I kept thinking ah, seventy eight. I can't do it. <laughs> I really, really wanted to put this in there too because it was great. Well, it's because you watched it through the entirety of the '80s. I know it, that's it, what I'm it saying. Hadn't done so in the '80s. It felt like an '80s soundtrack to me, but it's not. And I'm about to be—I had to admit this right now. I've never seen Xanadu. I've never. Um, seen you've not missed much. It's I'm, you know. Uh, uh, it had some nice special effects for the time. <laughs> I mean, I, I know some of the music. Don't know none of the movie. Yeah, now the movie was not good. But then again, there were a lot of movies that were just like it in the seventies, in the late, early and late seventies, that everybody thought were great. So, yeah. but they do not stand the test of time. Well, we were talking earlier about what we liked about it. I, I think one of some of the things I liked about it was the unexpected humor I got from it. Um, and one of the like once again, it's the things you catch later on, not when you're a kid, because you I was halfway paying attention to it as a kid, most likely. But it did make me laugh in certain parts. But another thing I didn't catch at first when she said it was you know, when the the principal's talking over the intercom and she's like, If you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. Yep. Yeah. And of course at that point in time I'm thinking, Okay, a fan. We're gonna be a fan. Nope. Athletic supporter. Yeah. Be a be a jock strap, Brian. Be a jock strap. So, so here's the thing: is it goes back to like most kids' cartoons. They yeah. there's humor for kids, and then there's humor for adults, so that the adults don't get bored in the cartoons. Greece had it all, yeah. because depending on what you understood at the time was what you heard. What about um, what you didn't like about the movie? Then go with that, and I guess we'll we'll go with Sholem first. This time, since we did Brian first last time. 
What didn't I like about the movie? Um, I'll be honest, the slow songs. Yeah, I, I, kid, I, I hated them. I, I didn't yeah, think that, too much of the one that John Travolta did when he was abandoned at the drive-thru. Uh, oh, sorry, no, that was stranded at the drive-in. I'm sorry, the drive-in. I, look, I looked at Brian, the first thing I said was drive-thru because I was thinking about it last time he was here. Uh, the drive-in, when he was stranded at the drive-in, yeah, that no. whole song about Sandy or whatever, I just I didn't get into that at all. I no, I, that's when I would go to the bathroom. Honest, when we went and saw it in the theater like 12 times, that was my bathroom break, was was the was the drive-in after she slams the door on his crotch. <laughs> so I would always like leave, I would leave, leave laughing. Even as a kid, though, one of my favorite songs was Hopelessly Devoted to You, and that's a slow song. I, yeah, but but that one's okay though. I mean, it was good, but I but okay. But look at who's singing it too. She's very good at singing. John Travolta not so much, but yeah. it was slow and it it was, it was supposed to be slow. But as a kid, I hated it. All right. So is your question is something that we disliked about it then or now? It can be any time then or now. It doesn't matter. Just the movie in general. Is there anything about it that you disliked that you didn't that you didn't care much for? When I was a kid, I thought it was stupid that the car flies off at the end. That was just. Hopefully, we're not giving away a spoiler or something for people that haven't seen Greece in the past forty years. But hey, if you haven't, I am sorry. We don't do spoiler <laughs> alerts on this because if you hadn't seen these movies, I am sorry. It's not going to ruin it for you. Go back and watch it anyway. Yeah, I always thought that was just dumb. But you know, as an adult, I don't like the general message. I don't think like. I you know, break the rules and things will turn out great. But if you study hard and try, well, you're a failure. Well, it was it was the whole anti-nerd thing. I mean, you know, don't don't do your homework. What are you doing? That makes you a nerd. You're worthless. How did I fail PE? Did it did we have PE? <laughs> yes. Did we take PE? Well, I mean it's like beauty school dropout. That whole scene is fantastic, but boy. Does do the things that he sings to her are horrific? <laughs> I mean, the things he says about her are horrific. It was a Frankie Avalon, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was written by uh, by Barry Gibb, though. I mean, oh. he just says so many horrific things to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you know, as a kid, it was a fun-loving movie, and and we talked about this a little bit ago. But now, I, as a parent, I don't want my kids watching that. <laughs> I mean, I can right. still watch it and have fun with it, but I, it's, you just got to stress up front. This is just a a fun movie. This is not a you learn something from this movie. Yeah. By any well, other. and then if you say that, they're gonna they're gonna learn all the things you didn't want them to pay attention to. All of the um, <laughs> I I found it ridiculous even as a kid that uh, the John Travolta character could not find a single sport that he could play without trying to get violent with somebody. Oh my gosh, that was that was too much. When he played There's, basket, when he's trying to play basketball and he's he's strutting while he's dribbling, they take it away from him and he doesn't know what to do. He's running from person to person and finally starts putting the hands up. And then when the guy gets his arms up, he gut punches him and <laughs> he goes after the guy with the baseball bat and he yeah, I you know who was that? A Sid, uh, Sid Caesar? It was an old comic. About the the coach. The coach. Uh, the coach. Yeah, Sid Caesar. Yes. Yeah. Old uh, comic from vaudeville days, almost. Coach um, Calhoun. Yeah, I. 
yeah, so some of that that stuff I thought was a little little too over the top, even as a kid. Um, and then it kind of like you weren't sure: is it a comedy? Is it absurd? Or is there a message here? I don't know. Oh, see, for me, it just followed the rest of the seventies and eighties comedies, where yeah. it was, everything was over the top. I mean, if they didn't do it over the top, then they weren't. It wasn't going to get the laughs. I mean, because back then it was it was more physical comedy yeah. than it was verbal comedy was the focus. And thus, John Travolta getting kicked or hit in the nuts, I thought was one of the funniest things in the whole movie. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, I still can't believe like Lorenzo Lamas was on it as the straight laced good guy. That's just so bizarre to me. Yeah, and then um, I yeah, it. I think the other thing that, like I said, I don't like is how old the actors were. Like, you couldn't find somebody that was in at least early twenties. Oh, but find people the right age to play the roles, or at least close with, within least a closer. decade. I, the fact that she was 33 is out, it's crazy. I was just looking at something here that caught me off guard. Rizzo's hickeys were real, it says. Dr. Channing said in an interview that Jeff Conaway insisted applying them himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, nowadays, well, that, now. would, that would get you uh, canceled. Yeah, that's yes. a Me Too moment right there. Yes, it would. You would not that's, last long at all. Uh, I can't do that no more. <laughs> hmm. Wow. Unless there's a consent and I get it in writing, you can't do that anymore. Get the lawyers involved. Make sure everything's on the up and up. Signatures and video. Um. <laughs> so, Chris, what's with, with something that you did not like about it? The fact that it was the fact that it was a lot of music in it because I was about okay. you know wanting action and stuff like that in movies when I was younger. Uh, I, I you know the movie grew on me as a kid. We'll say that because at first I was like you know, like I said not big on all like a musical type deal, but I did enjoy a lot of the music that was in it. So if I was just listening to say like an, an album or a record, like my mom had like the 45 for like grease lightning. She had the one for uh summer night. I'm sorry. Uh, summer loving. And you're the one that I want. She had all these different records for it. Right. And she even had the, the full album at one point I would listen to sometimes. So I liked that, but when watching a movie at that age, I really wanted something that was more action because I wasn't that old to begin with when it came out, but I didn't watch it when it first came out. Well, the first time I seen it, I was probably about 10 or 11 years old. So I'm talking, you're probably talking like around 83 for me when I first saw it. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't see it when it first came out either. Seven. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, uh, you got to figure I, I'm used to watching things like Rocky and Star Wars, and and on TV, I'm watching The A Team and Knight Rider and Dukes of Hazard. TJ Hooker, you know, Simon and Simon. Here I am trying to watch something where they're singing the whole throughout most of the movie. And this wasn't great for me, but you 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 kind of get past it after a while because you like the songs at least. Yeah. See, I, I was raised on, you know, as I said, uh 1776, Carousel, you know, Oklahoma, all of these musicals that yeah, my right. mom would love and watch. I grew up on all of those, so this was just like normal for me. me too. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And if if my mom, I don't think she watched a ton of musicals or anything. I know she wore Grease out. She may have even watched Santa Do. I don't know because I didn't watch it. But oh, I forgot I mean, one. I forgot West Side Story. If I don't say that one, I'll hear about it from my mother. West Side Story. I hate that movie so much. I know what it's about. I know what it's about, but I've not. I've never seen it though. 
It's a bunch of people that like fight dance. It's it's so dumb. It's like the rival gangs across town, right? Yeah, the it's Jets like more depth than that. It's like warriors with music. No, it's no. actually Romeo and Juliet with. Yeah, it's Romeo and that. Juliet. Yeah, it's yeah, Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. like that. Yeah, because it's two star-crossed lovers that they're part of rival gangs, so they can't be in love. And well, it's not just rival gangs. What's the one other one? The Jets and and the other gang is white. Yeah. So it's, it's the Jets and what's the well. other? What's the other gang? The Sharks. Sharks, yeah, Sharks and the Jets. Yeah. All right. I've never seen it at all. I'm glad you guys know about it. Uh, sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> oh no, I'm glad. No, I've never seen it before at all. So I mean, I know the Jets. I knew it was a musical, and it was based on gangs. That's the best I knew about it. Well, gangs in quotes, I guess maybe. I mean, also, like, I actually knew gang members when I was, you know, 11, 12 years old, and that's not how they acted in the slightest. Well, no, but, I mean, consider also this was gangs back in, like, the 50s. Yeah, know? well, and that's that's actually something I did want to touch on a little bit, is, like, Greece is supposed to be about the 50s, but it came out, you know, late 70s, 80s. early 80s, yeah. yeah. And so it, it, it kind of, like, like Happy Days or something, where it was harkening back I, to a different age. I was going to bring that up. I was going to say, since you brought that up, I was going to bring that up to you as well. Say, do you think it had something to do with the popularity of Happy Days, or did Happy Days come after Greece? Oh, no, no. Happy Days came first. Okay, so I wanted to, to do this based on the popularity of Happy Days and try to make something out of that, or... Because it's not the exact same deal, obviously, but I mean, still... You yeah, Happy Days started in 74, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, there was a whole lot of... Uh, well, a lot of them failed, but Happy Days worked of, you know, these teenage shows like that. I, I could see it getting getting a lot of push from Happy Days and being the dirty Happy Days. The dirty Happy Days. Yeah, I mean, because well, yeah. they had Moe's. It was, it was an ice cream joint, you know? American Graffiti was about the same time, too. Yeah. Well, that's another movie have, about. And if you compare it to Happy Days, you, you even still had Ron Howard in it. I wonder if they contacted Ron Howard to be in uh, Greece. That'd be interesting to know. I wonder who he would play if he was in Greece. Probably the straight-laced character. Lorenzo yeah. Lawrence's position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was too big by that point to want to take such a minor role. Oh, 100%. But it's not like today where big stars want to be in like little bit movies and you know just have small parts just to be part of the film. There are very few actors like that coming up through the years that would do that. Somebody that comes to mind is like Michael Caine, I think. I think Michael Caine and was like numerous movies with bit parts, uh, and then starred in some movies as well. But not to mention, uh, what's the guy's name um, that was the coach in Hoosiers? Gene Hackman. He was like Gene a, Hackman. Yeah, this man was in a million movies. Well, I mean, Morgan Freeman's the same way. You like. Right. Morgan Freeman, Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. anything that comes along, they'll take and do. And it's work, constant working, constantly working. Yeah, I was seeing something the other day, like Morgan Freeman has eight movies coming out in the next year that are already shot and they're all in post-production. It's like, the man's 100 years old or something, and he's still acting every single day. He loves his job. Wouldn't that be nice to have a job that we love to do and not just... <laughs> Complain about to have to go there. I 
don't know because uh, right now all the actors seem to hate their jobs and they're on strike. So I I I think they hate the uh, the actors guild more than they hate their jobs. <laughs> uh, I would agree. They're like, hey, you're streaming all these movies and I ain't getting nothing for it. Yeah. What's up with that? Why do I got to make so much money for I qualify for my health insurance? Yeah, it would be nice to have a, a, I mean, I enjoy my job, but I would love to have one that I love, but then it wouldn't be called work. <sighs> I guess that's true. I love all my jobs. You ain't got no jobs. I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> you work for yourself. That's not a job. That's right. Man. Aren't you supposed to be a funny man? Say something funny for crying out loud. Oh, he hit you with the one thing you're not supposed to ask a comic, according to Brian. He said, every comic I've asked has been able to give me a joke, except for Brian. He said, I love my job. That made me laugh right there. <laughs> he already told his joke. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> are you saying Brian's work is a joke? No, his, his work is not a joke. He's supposed to, his work is telling jokes. Oh, well, that's fair. Yeah, it's, it's a joke. I wish everybody could see Brian's face right now. It's so hilarious. It's like he's, a, I, I can't tell if he's holding something back on me or if he's plotting something on me. I don't know what it, which it is. All I can say is watch out next week when we record for Grease 2. <laughs> Come fully I, I think he's getting some stuff lined up for you. Come fully prepared. Uh, you know, there is no preparation for it. You just got to roll with the roll with the punches. I see. I see. Especially when it comes to the three of us. See, I, I feel like I've gotten a bit of a break because one of the three is not here, so I'm not being ganged up on by three people. It would if if, it, if I was getting ganged up on, it'd just be the two of you. Maybe I can hold my own, but if it was all three, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Tib's a little bit tough to he's a little bit tough on people sometimes. I mean, I, I, I listen to ease you in. I, I, I listen to y'all sometimes, you know, and I'm like, man, who is it that antagonizes Brian the most? I was like, it's Tiv. That's definitely him. <laughs> I, I I think it's him. I doesn't believe that. I, I think it's him. I I, th- I do. I, I think you don't notice some of the subtleties that are there sometimes, and I'll <laughs> you'll start getting mad and you'll yell, and I'll hear him do the count in the background. Yes. yes. And I'm like, yeah, he he's doing it to see how many times he can get you in one in, in one episode. I'm pretty sure they actually have a bet to see which one of them can make my head explode first. No, uh, not at all. We don't even try. That's the greatest part. <laughs> I don't try. That's for damn sure. I just talk. Well, sometimes that's, I guess that's all it takes is just, you know, saying the wrong thing. Like, you know, genre. Is it wrong or was genre. it just right enough? That's really the so, question. So, so before we explode his head again, I, I didn't tell you this earlier, Brian. We kind of shortened the podcast down. We don't go a full hour anymore, hardly. We go around 45 minutes or so. So we're getting fairly close. But I want to bring up real quick. I'm, I'm looking at this. Did you know that I like to throw a few did you knows in here and there? Did you know, though, that Grease Lightning, the song, was supposed to be sung with Jeff Conaway's character originally, like, mm-hmm. as it is on stage? But for the movie, they said that uh, Travolta use his clout there to get the right to sing it in the movie. The only reason I know that is because I have a version of Barry Bostwick who played him in the original stage production singing Grease Lightning and he played Kinnicky. Yeah. So that's the only reason I knew that. Did you know this was supposed to have uh, three movies? It was supposed to be a trilogy at first, like two other sequels. 
Or uh, it says the movie well, was supposed I mean, to have three sequels, it says, but it says after Grease 2 bombed, the others were canceled. Bombed. It bombed so bad. But you know what? It's it's kind of like one of those things that became a cult hit afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, whereas Grease made more money in theaters and then made more money off of selling the albums and stuff. And Grease 2, which we'll get into at a, a future date, made more money in re-releases and rentals and things of that nature we talk about that quite often on this show actually uh we talk about certain movies a lot of the 80s movies did kind of bomb or not do real well like they made money but not a ton of money but once you know it hit the vhs market people were buying them up and renting them consistently and they got their own new life behind them um uh when you look at like smoking the bandit is one of those that they re-released it in theaters like three times. Mm-hmm. So obviously the numbers are going to be higher for something like that. Then Smoking the Bandit 2, which they released once, then went to video. So people were like, well, I'll just wait for the video to come out. Because video at that point was a new thing. Right. right. So they, they didn't have to go out and see something they weren't positive they were going to love. It's just like today with streaming, a lot of people will wait until it's streaming and watch it on one of the platform's for free basically because you're already paying for the service rather than spend a bunch of money and go to the theaters so there's been some good movies that have come out recently even that i think are going to in the future people are going to look back on and say hey that's a great movie why didn't you go see it in the theater and it doesn't take no time for them to come out on streaming now like it did it used to it would take three to four months when it left the theater and it would be in the theater for at least two months yeah well no back in the 70s and 80s when vhs's were just starting to appear you know, it'd be in the movie theater for six, seven months, and you'd have to wait a year or two before you got the VHS. Um, I mean, I, I remember how long it took to get, you know, Star Wars once VHS started coming out. But now Star Wars was out long before VHS. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's it's scary that they're releasing them same day now. <clears throat> I mean, some of the movies that come to the theater, you got you can go straight to Vudu or Amazon and pay 20 bucks to rent it there. That was one of the big things they talked about uh, for the Black Widow movie that she renegotiated, the one that starred in the role renegotiated because they knew she knew they were going to do a lot of streaming with it and she wouldn't make as much money. Yeah. Well, the problem was they released Black Widow on HBO Max same day as it hit the theater. Uh, or right. No, I'm sorry, on Disney Plus. Uh, that one Disney, was Disney Plus. Disney but Plus. It was the same day it went in the theater. So why would, you know... Marvel fans already have Disney Plus to see all the other movies. Why would they go to the theater to see it? Right. So, hence her doing the renegotiations. Yeah. I'd love to know how what the final ending was on that. Well, how much wow. time she made on it? Don't know. I just found out something very, very interesting I did not know about Greece. What is that? The day that Rizzo sang... For the, the, the camera, the scene in which they say, uh, look at me, I'm Sandra D. Uh-huh. There's a line where she says, Elvis, Elvis, let me be. Keep that pelvis far from me. Yeah. Uh-huh. That day was August 16th, 1977. The day they recorded it. That's also oh. the day Elvis died. Wow. Interesting. What a dink. So you get it- done recording and you find out, oh, wait, he died. Okay. So are you, are you saying that she killed him by saying, get your pelvis away from me? No, I'm not saying that at all. I just think it's an interesting fact. 
Speak, speaking I think of, that would be kind of a funny thing, though. I mean, no, much better I, than peanut butter. That she killed him by mentioning him? No, much better than him. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's throat. hilarious. My <laughs> fault. Funniest thing I've ever heard. I mentioned his name and he dies. Can I just say solo him like 10 times and see if it works? It doesn't work. Are you going to you're going to go to the bathroom, turn the light out and Sholem, Sholem, Sholem. Does he reach out and scratch you across the face or something? Is that what it is? Hey, speaking of Elvis, then that is that is a pretty cool thing you brought up. But I'm looking here also, speaking of Elvis, it says Elvis Presley turned down the role of the guardian angel in the beauty school dropout scene. Oh, so now we know why he died. There it is. Well, no, I'm sure he turned it down because he was fat and bloated. <laughs> Well, that's, you know, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It'd be better if he died because she mentioned his name rather than him dying on and choking to death on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Well, I was going to say they didn't that's offer, enough, they didn't, they, they didn't offer enough peanut butter and banana sandwiches for him to, yeah, to, to, come, to, make, to come in. It wasn't worth his while. All right. Since we're going to talk about uh, Elvis for a second, I was actually looking at uh, his biography not too long ago. And uh, when he died, he actually weighed less than I have at my heaviest. And I know even Sholem weighs now. Whatever he calls him, like fat and well, for the fat time. Elvis. For the time he yeah, was. Yeah, for the time he was, yeah. He was, at, at one point, he was no longer able to shake the pelvis. Not as well, not as, well as he could before. <laughs> no, when he, he took the pelvis, head. his belly kept shaking for another 10 minutes afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a quick <laughs> shake of the hips and then... A whole lot more shaking going on. See, that's why that's why I like Bubba Hotep because it gives an alternate way for Elvis to have passed away. Well, guys, I hate to say it, we've reached that forty-five minute mark. As much as we've uh, gotten to this movie and everything, it was, it was a fun movie to talk about. Before we go, though, which one of y'all wants to lay out the uh, the information for the Three Cousins podcast? Well, I can do it because Brian's pointing at me, so I guess I'll do it. Um, <laughs> It'll be very simple here. Uh, come join us, uh, Three Dash Cousins. Uh, you can find us on all the podcast players. Uh, Tim will tell you to listen to us on the Google Podcast podcast player. Uh, you can also get to our website. It's three-cousins.com. That'll have links to everywhere you need to go. Uh, and, you know, come on over. We have all these discussions that we get on each other's nerves, but we still love each other because we're family, and that's the whole point. Why can't we have conversations where – we could talk about things that people don't agree about and still like each other at the end. And no, we don't get political or something like super, super serious. Uh, we talk about things like uh, hanging up your T-shirt or how you hang toilet paper. And yet we argue about it constantly. That's <laughs> cough. The way we Women's roll. pay. Cough. <clears throat> so so um, here's the other thing about us is that uh, we, we do have a – for lack of a better term, it's a discussion of conscious thought like you have with your buddies around the table. Or, in the case when we get really rowdy, the uncles that your mom didn't want to invite for Thanksgiving. The drunk uncles at the family reunion. Yep, that's it. Hey, just out of curiosity, why does Tiv recommend the Google cast player? Because you can trim silence. So that way when I say something stupid and they just look at me for 10 minutes, they can go, trim silence. And it just <laughs> skips right over there. all the silence. I just want to get that out there. That's yeah. all. Yeah. All right, well, guys. You well, know, we, we just got Tim another $10. That's all. And if you want to know about that, you got to come listen to the show. That's right. You got to go to their show. I highly recommend it. They're very entertaining. It's fun listening to them banter back and forth at each other. Uh, I have passed many a nights away at work, you know, binging a few episodes here and there. 
getting a giggle here and there well, as well. Chris, we can't wait to have you on in the next uh, couple weeks to uh, discuss Grease 2 with us. Grease so 2. E- each week we have a, a topic episode, and then most weeks we also have a bonus episode. So we'd love to have you come on a bonus episode, and we'll talk about Grease 2. Well, I am going to rewatch Grease 2 when it happens, too, just so I can say that I can I know why it's so bad again. So If you don't have it, which I suspect you don't, Paramount. It's on I started to say it's on HBO Max as well. So there you go. So and it is a musical, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, just make sure we're clearing it up before we end it. It is a musical. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's not Both a comedy at all. It's no. It's musical. Look, okay. Great. Not a lot all of right. funny in it. Um, but we'll get into that when we talk on our channel. <laughs> we, we sure will. <laughs> and all if right, you everybody. want to hear if you want to hear Chris being shell shocked by the sheer not safe for work that we are. Come with it. Yeah, uh, I, I was good on this one. <laughs> now, let's not forget 3-cousins.com, right? That's yep. correct, sir. All right, so for those who don't make my error earlier that I should have known better than and typed in 3 cut And is it the number 3 or spelled out 3? It's the number 3 uh, followed by a dash, as Brian says, not a hyphen, cousins. All right. So, and, hey, Brian, dash or hyphen, which... That hyphen dad, you know what? It's it's not important. It's not important. It doesn't matter. I'll let you stew on that one till next week. All right. So, thanks guys for coming on the show, and we'll catch you guys later. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you.